You're listening to The Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Craig. I have had a messy life, but through the mess, I've discovered how to live an abundant life. Now, it's my turn to help you overcome your fears and discover your dreams. I'm going to challenge the way you think about yourself, others, and God. Life is way too short not to live abundantly. Are you ready? Let's pursue an abundant life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit Podcast. Today, I want to talk to all the mamas out there. So if you're a mom, I want you to tune in, listen in, because I'm here to just give you a big fat virtual high five, a hug, um, cry a few tears, and we'll clink our glass of wine because, wow, us mamas, (laughs) especially during this quarantine, I'm sure we've been tested our limits being locked up with our favorite little people in all the world. And I don't know if you, no, I do know. I was going to say, I don't know if you feel like this, but if you're a mama, you feel this way. You have such a load that we self-impose on ourselves. We put such high expectations of perfection uh, when it comes to being a mom. There's something deep down inside of us that really, really wants to get this right. And I, I know a lot of it probably comes from our own childhood. You know, maybe we come from a home that we want to change the storyline, right? Like we want to do better than when how we were raised. And so we put this, this expectation of this like perfection that we have idolized in our head or maybe you have put this self-imposed weight on your shoulders of perfection because you grew up in such a great home and you had such a great mom that got it right and you know you have such a high standard to live up to whatever it is us moms, we really do put this expectation on ourselves because these little people that we've brought into the world, it's our responsibility to get them across the finish line as adults. And we want them to be better than what we are. We want them to be successful and do well and have a full and happy life. And we put this responsibility on ourselves. And as we all know, it doesn't take long to find out that we fall short. We fall grotesquely short of the expectations that we set on ourselves to raise these beautiful little people. I want to just remind you today that it's okay not to get it right. It really is okay not to get it right. I set myself up with some major, major unrealistic expectations as a mom. I had it in my head. So I'm the type of person that I'm going to read every book and I'm going to follow all the rules that I have studied and learned. So right out of the gate, I read all the books, 
all the parenting books, all the baby books, I had a very clear vision as to how our house would be established uh, when it came to raising our children. I decided that we were going to operate in a very natural environment. So that meant um, we were going to be chemical free, we were going to be organic, and we were not going to use commercialized products. So I had it in my head that we were going to basically live off the land, which is quite comical thinking about this because that is not even how we lived as normal people. We were all about consuming. We were very much commercialized. We would eat processed foods. But somehow when it came to now having children, in my mind, all of that had to change. And so I I was able to get through the first hoop, right? The first expectation I set for myself was that I was going to have a fully and entirely natural birth. Now, I did have it in the hospital because where we were in St. Louis, it was not quite the norm to have like home births or like midwives or anything like that. It wasn't it wasn't really commonplace yet. And so I was kind of pushed into the commercial have your baby in the hospital. I did manage to put my foot down and say, I am not having any drugs. So I had the, I had my children natural and that was, you know, my superhero cape, (laughs) putting that on. If I was going to do it all over again, bring in the drugs. I don't know why I thought it was just such a heroic move for me, but that was the first step that I took. But then day one, I was smacked in the face this was not going to be as easy as I thought. I was going to nurse, naturally, our children, because that's the best thing you can do for your kids. Day one, slapped in the face. Karis, our oldest, did not want anything to do with her mama. And that didn't make sense to me because this is supposed to be a beautiful and natural thing. How does my baby not want her mama? And I can remember my my mom and my mother-in-law, my both of our parents came to welcome us home. And it was supposed to be this glorious time. I was so dead set on Karis nursing. My milk had come in. It was painful. I was crying. Karis was crying. And I just sat in my floor, milk squirting. Karis didn't want any of it. And we were just all crying. And I was hot and I was sweating and I was just in tears. It was like, this is not how it's supposed to be happening. And I just remember I wouldn't let anybody in the bedroom. So everybody sat out in the living room, just kind of sitting there awkwardly listening to me and Karis cry in the bedroom. And so that's how my journey of being this perfect, ideal mother started. And that was really hard for me in as a new mom. And It was even harder because, you know, the environment we were and the circle of friends that we had were all having kids at the same time. And I can remember being the only mom that had the bottle and everybody else would sit and casually talk, nursing their children. And and it just felt such like a failure as a mom. And I can remember one time driving home from church, Matt literally like grabbed my shoulder and was like, you are a good mom mother, you have not failed. And I was just lamenting as to like how judged I felt 
probably all in my head for not being able to live up to the standard that I had set for myself. And this is kind of how things carried on one child after another. We had four kids in five years. So there was a point in our marriage that I was pregnant more than I wasn't pregnant. So we were, you know, we were in full baby mode for quite a few years. And I just kind of lived in this mode of constantly striving to be better and do better and to be this perfect mom. But it all really came to a head when Matt and I went through our disastrous season of our marriage. And through all that, I was devastated, not just for my marriage and for Matt and I, but for the fact that I had felt like we had failed, Matt and I had failed to give our children the one thing that I desired for them. And that was a loving family. And it just broke my heart. And I felt like in this time, I had ultimately failed my kids. And I even talk about a couple episodes ago, um, a time when I even betrayed my son in physically (laughs) hurting him. And, And it was during this time that I just was overwhelmed with so much guilt and shame for failing my children. And I didn't see how they were going to be able to recover. And I could just envision them losing their way in life and falling off the map of society and becoming some derelict. And, and it was just such this, you know, dramatic thought that I had failed our kids and that we had failed our kids. And so I, you know, going to therapy and lamenting in all of this guilt and shame that I had not lived up to these expectations, I was, my therapist actually introduced me to a pediatrician from the 50s. His name is Donald Winnicott, and he studied mothers and how they interact with their children. And he actually came up with a a philosophy and theory that he coined the phrase good enough mother. And in his studies, he actually found out that parents, particularly mothers that protect their children from any sort of life disappointments, and they make sure to protect their children and keep their little world so perfect in a little bubble with no failures and no disappointments, and they just kind of keep them sheltered in this perfection, they actually were doing the opposite as to what their intentions were. They were keeping their children from actually being prepared to enter into the world. But it was actually the mothers that failed to get it right all the time that actually were benefiting their children to enter into the real world more than the parents that constantly got it perfect and worked so hard to protect and shelter their kids from failures and disappointments. And he began to realize that when parents, they're doing their loving best, but they fall short, they actually are giving their kids a gift and learning how to manage and adapt to things like disappointments and failures. 
Being introduced to this philosophy during this time in my life was the greatest gift I could have had because I realized that, yeah, I hadn't got it right, but what my children needed more than a perfect family, a perfect mother, and a perfect father, they needed a real mother and a real father to just show up and love them even in their imperfections. And so once I realized that I had been given a gift to honor my children, I started showing up in a more real and authentic way. My kids don't need a perfect mom. They need a mom who's willing to show up and say, I'm sorry, I didn't get it right. Can you forgive me? They need a mom who's willing to face her own shortcomings and own them. So being a good enough mom doesn't mean just giving up and not caring. A good enough mom is one who does her darndest to do her best, but then realizes when she doesn't get it right that she owns up to it. She says she's sorry and she forgives herself And this, in turn, shows her children exactly how to do the same thing as they journey and navigate in their own life. So on those days when they are watching too much electronics and they haven't had a vegetable in way too many days, when baths are missed, when teeth are forgotten to be brushed, and laundry just seems to keep piling up, These aren't failures. These are real life. And our kids need to see a mother that's willing to say, whoops, I didn't get it right. I'm sorry. They need to see a mom who's willing to laugh at her own mistakes, her own shortcomings, someone who doesn't take things too seriously, but yet takes it very serious. Just like anything in life, it's our imperfections and it's our shortcomings that make us unique, makes us who we are. So here's my challenge to you. The next time you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders, these expectations that you have set for yourself of perfection and always getting it right, I want you to take some time to step back, offer yourself so much grace And then find a way to say you're sorry if you need to, laugh it off, rebuild the relationship that you may have broken with your children. Do whatever you can to make it right, do your best, but just remember that a good enough mom is more than good enough. Remember, you're doing an amazing job. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be good enough and good enough is good enough. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a mom or you know a mom who could really benefit from this week's episode, would you share this with them? Let them know that they're doing an amazing job as a mom. And if you haven't left a review on this podcast, would you take a moment to leave a review? It will help get the word out to as many women as possible. But until then, keep being a good enough mom as you pursue an abundant life.